This podcast collects the media from across the universe and subjects our heroes to a new danger every week. Will they survive? Will you? Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. chooses an experience or piece of media and we all go through it together. We have pretty diverse tastes from comics, music, film, and this week anime. Uh, today's topic is Gunbuster as chosen by Alex. Before we get into that, can everyone please introduce themselves on mic? It's your boy! <laughs> you please, uh, who your boy is? <laughs> oh, I, I am my boy, so I'm, I'm Alex uh, for that right. meme video. Uh, I'm Cam. This week, since nobody took my throne, uh, Nick, okay. and <laughs> nobody cares, my, my throne of dirt for this uh, part of podcast of garbage, uh, this week we're going to do things slightly differently by actually having a plan, so we were going to get into what everyone's been doing since the last time we recorded. How were the weeks? Alex, you want to start since you're you're our uh, special boy this this show? Since you're the weakest? Uh, <laughs> what? You have the most what, weeks? What the fuck have I done? Uh, you downloaded that uh, Sea of Thieves game? Oh, right? yeah. I've been playing Pirates. I uh, bought the game for too much. Uh, <laughs> Six dollars is so much. It's, it's Are they going to update it or no? I Ho- think we talked about Hopefully it. Hopefully they keep patching it with content because the game is entirely based around like cosmetic progression. Like That's what you get treasure and shit for. But like there aren't enough cosmetics. Like there's one page of boat co- of like customization. Oof. Yeah, that's right. It's like oh, yeah. I can't even get my own sail. Like what? yeah, can you customize the boat or no? It's you can like do pants. or are you can't do you can do sails, but the flags don't change. What so about like your I'd imagine they're gonna do flags, but yeah. What about your pirate? You uh, yeah, you can do eye patch, peg leg, all that stuff. You do two oh, eye okay. patches. No, unfortunately. <laughs> that's hard mode. Oh, that's dumb. No blind beard. <laughs> Can you see the whole map? Like, if you open up the map, is it the whole overworld? It's a, um, it's like a, like a real map style, so it's not like a, like oh, yeah, a realistic map. It, right? You can hold it, but it's on a table. Oh, okay. So, like, when someone's looking at it, they're looking at it, so mm-hmm. you, they move it around, and other people can look at you moving the map oh, around. Oh, weird. <laughs> uh, it's so cool. So, other people can be looking at it, and you just move it. Well, you, you, you don't have control over it when someone else is moving it. Oh, that's dumb. So if you are trying to find something and someone else is using it, you're like, uh... I thought the point of the game was to fuck people's shit up. It is. <laughs> okay. And uh, the I fucking fuck people's people shit, shit up part is really, oh, okay. really fun. Okay. Um, Thank you for fixing this for advertisers, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's both the other two. Maybe if everyone's still playing it by the time it goes on sale, I'll try it. Yeah. The uh, the PvP sale. is a little jank, but it's the fun kind of jank. Are you on okay. a team? Like, are you um, squatted up, or you, can anyone just hang out with you? It's kind of like kind of like PUBG in the sense where they have a, a small boat that's one or two people. Uh-huh. And, and you jump out of it. And, yeah, and then they have a big boat that's uh, <laughs> flies over the that's up to four. Um, I heard that oh, each area can only have like twenty four players in it, right? Yeah, I I don't know how big the servers are. I haven't looked that up really. Wow, twenty four. That's not more like a pond of thieves. Is that right? <laughs> pond, pond or unknowns. <laughs> Puddle of thieves. No, 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 no. You can edit that out. <laughs> I can't edit that out. I'm not gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the part where you tell me to edit that out. But I'm not. But I'm gonna say what it is. Just like bleep over it. 
Yeah. Redacted. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Do you... uh, I've been playing Monster Hunter. I'm just finishing up mostly. I still have the tempered monsters left to yeah, fight. That's old news. It is old news. I mean, but the listeners don't know that. The listeners don't know the canon. This will come out in to... February, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last month. <laughs> so probably. Oh wait, wasn't the game come out? Game came out January twenty sixth. This will probably come out in January. So. <laughs> um, I mean, if uh, if we keep up this pace, I'll be able to edit it by uh, by February first. So I mean, we'll probably get it done. Couple couple years ago, uh, this uh, this episode could be very time based because of all the stuff that happens in Gunbuster. Whoa. That's like, true. While we're recording, six thousand years pass. After <laughs> we can post it yeah. in the new timeline. Oh my god! Yeah. What what if uh, I to keep with the theme of this episode? I record other. We record the other episodes, but post them first, and then be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Gunbuster just got back to us." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna go watch it, and then we post it like twelve years later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mostly started out the game. I I played sword and shield and uh, a little bit of bow, a little bit of switch axe and hammer. And now I'm moving into like, cause there's 14 weapons in the game. So now I'm moving into weapons more different than what I've been using. I used a lot of stuff that was just like a lot of DPS based, just attack until you run out of sharpness and then keep sharpen and then keep attacking. But like I just built the bow gun, the light bow gun, which you have to do like ammo management. It's a lot more distant. Like you're, proximity to the target changes how much damage you're doing. For So for our listeners with no uh, thought, uh, critical thinking or comprehension skills, what do you do in Monster Hunter? Um, <laughs> well, it's kind of it's kind of like the Minecraft of Dark Souls oh, ripoffs. No. So, no. you're in Please. the wilderness instead of in the... Uh... Oh, so like Firewatch. Yeah, it's kind of like a Firewatch ripoff. Um... And I hope nobody listens to us to learn things. <laughs> Yeah, well, you hunt monsters. It's it is uh, switch between the. I mean, you're not supposed to really switch between the weapons, but you, you that's are. what makes I think, the game I think fun. You are. I think. Yeah, I don't think you're going against anything by doing it, but like the goal of the game, I don't think is to use every weapon or anything like that. Like no. in, I don't know. I guess it's, that's it's, not a good description of the game. It's but like, like it's all boss fights. Like you think of a game that you enjoy, and it's like boss fights. There are some boss fights in there. It's like a really specific big enemy that you go out and attack and it has its own patterns and it has its own weaknesses and it has its own arena or whatever and it's like well what if every animal in the world was a boss battle and you are going to go out and you're going to learn where it lives you're going to learn how it fights and you're going to try and take it down as best you can with whatever your weapons are whether that's uh, a giant club that you hit it with Oh, I could go take... for a giant club right about now. Oh, yeah, me too, actually. Don't bring it up. Uh, whether, yeah, basically whether you're hitting it with just like a big hammer or whether you're spacing it with a bow or something, it, the, the, the fun comes from just the individual encounters in it. And uh, I'm just trying to give like a basic uh, rundown because I've run into a lot of people that have no idea what this is. Yeah, there's no real, the story's bad, but the goal is all you're trying to do is just fight the next monster and make armor from that, make yourself stronger, make your weapon better, fight the next monster. That's all it really is. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about the game is I don't have to do... Like, you can do, like, gathering missions and, like, there's one escort mission in the game that's mandatory. But, like, every other mission is, like, go hunt this monster. And I think in this game, they finally... Like, I didn't play Generations, but in the previous one, for you, there were a lot more, like, go get ten herbs. Or, like go fight all these little monsters. Like, you had to do boring stuff like that. But in this game, 
it's go fight the next one, go fight the next one, go fight the next one. Like, there are some monsters that I didn't even fight because I just moved on so quickly that, like, there was no need to fight them. Yeah. So, Seb, what have you been doing? Um, I've been working. I've been... Uh, Alright, Nick, uh, what did no, you... No. <laughs> wow, thanks. Didn't you just buy um, the hit video game, oh, uh, yeah, Sonic we, Forces? Uh, today, um... In today, yeah, February. February. Yeah, today yeah. in February. Uh, uh, <laughs> quick, what's a day in February? Current day, current uh, year. It's uh, February um, 30th. <laughs> Um, oh shit, so, we really did mess up the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought uh, Sonic Forces from GameStop today. Had an interesting encounter at GameStop with a bunch of awkward people. And today um, I was only, pretty much we, we were hanging out and we were just playing Sonic Forces over here. Um, you got 13 levels in in what, like yeah. two hours? Hold on, I mean, it's not a, Seb, you gotta tell your GameStop story. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It, it was I really just like, these. really just like comments that the other guys were making that I was like, eh, Not okay, the you, stack of, uh, yeah, GTA just like, games. no, it, it's like, you know, you go to GameStop and they try to like tell you something and you're like, that's wrong, you don't, you shouldn't oh work God. at the GameStop. Or, or even worse, when they're like, hey, you know, and then it's just like something that of course you already know and that everyone yeah. knows and that like, there's no new information to be had there. The like guy the at um. The guy at Toy Vault who told me that there was no pink ghost in Pac-Man, and I was like, it's literally Inky, Pinky, Blinky, and Clyde. Yeah, Yeah, but which Uh, one's the pink one? (laughs) I think it might have been Inky. Pinky's more of a red. Yeah, okay. okay. (laughs) Um, I was like, okay, you're 40 years old, but... Like, I know, I know about Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they patched him in. <laughs> yeah, he came in one of the ones. Was that guy stopped. thinking about Pac-Man for the Atari, where the ghosts were uh, all, like, an yeah. off-brown? <laughs> Wait, is that real? <laughs> yes, yeah, it sucks. Edition. Oh. <laughs> um, but, so, I, I went to GameStop, and I picked up a copy of uh, Sonic Forces, and I put it on the counter, and I was like, okay, this is pre-owned. None of this money, the $30 I was paying, none of this money is going to Sega, right? And they were like, oh, no. It's not going to Sega, and then this awkward guy who's standing there, who's been trying to talk to the um, the cashier while the cashier was trying to talk to the customers. That's always the best. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the cashier was just, like, holding up his hand, like, wait, please stop, and the, and the guy was like, oh, sorry. Um, but anyway, so the awkward guy was like, what do you have against Sega? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not Sega, it's... Sonic Forces. I just don't want to give them my money. I don't want them to think that this is actually what I want. I just have, have to try it. They cameras I just installed it. in yeah. the GameStop just making sure, like, oh, someone bought Sonic Forces. They may not have given us money for it, but now we know they want it. Does <laughs> yeah, anybody else have a, have a game that they don't didn't want to, like, like Seb, want to spend money on to show uh, that? We actually have Street Fighter Cross Second, and I was very particular about Didn't that. Did we get that pre-owned? We got it pre-owned yeah. for $10. And, mm. and uh, I enjoyed the time we had with that game, but I also don't want them to think that, like, hey, uh, if we just put half the game behind DLC, then they'll yeah, just eat that, that shit up anyway. Yeah, I also got Sonic 06 pre-owned from GameStop. Oof. Because Did I... you ever finish that? Did no. You Can you finish that no. game? Somebody else owned that game? <laughs> Somebody else <laughs> so, owned it before previously me. Owned I'm, it? Holding, that's right. I'm the second person are to own that game. Are you still holding on to that copy? Because I do feel like I kind of want to just, like, bumble my way through a glitch speedrun of that yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um... Anyway, so I'm at GameStop. The guy says that, and I gets into a com- uh, like a conversation. The older guy uh, who's checking me out, he's like 40 or something like that, and he's like, 
Yeah, I, I like Sonic. I like, you know, I like the older games and stuff like that. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, they're good. Like, you know, I kind of, I kind of miss the, that format. And Awkward Guy says, yeah, I wish they would make stuff like that. I'm like, oh, like Sonic Mania? And he's yeah, like, like... the one they just made? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but I really wish they would make more stuff like Sonic Air Riders. And, like, Whoa, it took old, all of... The old classics. <laughs> yeah, it took all of my power not to laugh in his face and talk to him about how terrible those games actually are. Um, was that Tyler? <laughs> yeah, was he there? Yeah, I mean, Dude, I think Tyler... Unironically loves Pokemon Blast for not coming I, out of the no, podcast. I think, <laughs> I think Tyler knows they're bad, but he, he just likes them because he's good at them. Oh, yeah. Compared to everybody else. Because um, nobody else played Anyway, them. yeah, that's, that's what we did at... That's what I did at GameStop, and then we came... Back, I came back here and um, we played some Sonic Forces and it's like not super bad, but it's like not good. You know, it's just super mediocre, not good. Doesn't really seem to have any good ideas. Yeah, it doesn't was... have any new good ideas except for the character creator, which isn't very robust. And, and Charmy's in it, <laughs> right? Char- Charmy the Bee. I think they did that one. Charmy Bee. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a one? new character. Bee bee bee. Nick, what have you been doing? Uh, in between this uh, podcast and the last one we recorded, I went to a tournament, my first one ever, for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, there was some other stuff at the tournament, but oh, yeah, I, that didn't, I didn't consider myself to be good enough to uh, enter any of the other things, except for a, an extremely obscure game that nobody cares about called Windjammers. And I will tell oh, you, it's mainstream now. Okay, hold on, hold on. I, it is so nobody cares about this game that when I showed up and said, yes, I am here for the Windjammers tournament that was supposed to have a pot, like, people were oh, supposed yeah. to put money in, and I was, if I had won this tournament, I would receive money. Now I say if I had won this tournament, not just because I lost, but because there, were no tournament to, there was no tournament to be had. Because when I showed up and said, I'm here for the Windjammers tournament, they said, you're the one. <laughs> I was the only person who signed up for this tournament. And they, Wait, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know they that. They said... Uh, when I went and talked to the woman uh, running the the registration booth, they said, yeah, the problem is that Windjammers is mostly people who play fighting games do that, and today is the day for Smash Brothers, so we, they should have put it on tomorrow uh, instead of for, instead of today. Huh. But, uh, oh, listeners, if you've never played Windjammers, I say it like, oh yeah, everyone knows what this is, of course. Windjammers is a top-down, like, sports fighting game, almost, where you are... It's like a combination between Ultimate Frisbee and Volleyball, where you're throwing a Frisbee, trying to get it into a goal behind the other person. Uh, like, and if the Frisbee lands on their side, then you get a point. And there's, like, specific zones, like, five-point and three-point zones. It's a lot faster than that makes it sound, and you're looking at it from a top-down perspective. It's just really quick back and forth. It's an enjoyable game. But uh, they f- the next day, when I was there for the rest of the tournament, they found the one other person who cared about Windjammers, and before they had everything else set up, because it was still a little hectic, they're like, alright, we don't have anything else to put on the uh, stream that's going out to everyone who's watching this tournament, so um, why don't you guys just get out there and play some Windjammers? And they're like, okay, sure, yeah, just do it. And so we played, we played like five or six matches of Windjammers, I got to be the very first thing that anyone who was watching that stream saw. Did you win? I, I won a couple of them. But, we but were basically, out of the six, did you win? Uh, no. no. no I, I won, uh, I won maybe... I won two out of the six matches we played. I, it was I was not totally free, but uh, I also cannot say like, oh yeah, I totally crushed it. Well, you were the second best. Of the tournament. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, the I did get I did get second place. Uh, second place and the prize of uh, the guy who 
I played against telling me, hey, you're pretty good. You should come up to our locals that we have for this game. And I'm like, oh, great, where? And he says, you know, Cambridge, Massachusetts. It's like, great, great, thanks. I, hey, we could, <laughs> <laughs> but we're we in Connecticut, so that's not super We could close. take a trip to Boston sometime. Yeah, I Just mean, like, it's not, Yeah. I, I, Hell yeah. <laughs> honestly, like, I... You show I, up. You guys are the only four that signed up for <laughs> <laughs> the locals. <laughs> I, I would really love to, uh, like, a lot of the people I met at that tournament are people who are from the uh, Massachusetts scenes, because you have to travel usually quite a ways to get to a tournament in New England for fighting games anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, had a lot of, I had a lot of fun there, had a good time, I uh, won one match of Dragon Ball, and that's all I really needed, uh, but to give a, an experience this week that was not about video games, since everyone had one of those, uh, I will also say that I finished this week the book Strange Weather by Joe Hill. Secret son of Stephen King. Uh, secret in the sense that he just does not advertise it. And Stephen King doesn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was four short stories written very like far apart from each other, but he eventually decided to like expand them into like slightly longer stories so that four of them fit into like a novel length. Uh, it was really good, that, but it had the problem that a lot of short story stuff that I read has where it advertises itself as horror but what that really means is that like a person dies and like there's yeah, nothing really scary like about I mean, that at the all. The horror genre especially right now in movies is like really vague. Yeah. I think like for that for in, this October I watched 18 horror movies but none of them were like scary you know what mm-hmm. I mean like they're all suspenseful maybe but horror is such a diverse genre that it's not it almost isn't a genre anymore. It's, it's just worse like, it in anything. books. It is so much worse There's a lot books. of things that are worse than horror books. Is, uh, <laughs> no, okay, hold on. I'm saying that that problem is worse in books. Oh, uh, worse I, in books. Yes. Okay. I'm not saying that... There are a lot of things that are worse than books, but... Uh, <laughs> but uh, We'll get into that on our next Yeah, episode, on our next probably. show, uh, where I force people to read a book. Alex, <laughs> 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 not sounding happy about that. We did start But, this. like, when you go and look at the horror section of a bookstore, or, like, a used book place, or anything, it's... It's that's like the real horror. it's like a book, <laughs> a book with a vampire in it. That's like whatever, and whether it's romance or comedy or whatever. It's like that's in the horror section. It's like anything with a vague supernatural thing in it, regardless of what the tone of the story is, is lumped in in the horror section. It's just weird, and it's like it's hard to tell what's actually meant to be. Yeah, I don't know, suspenseful or scary or or out out there. And the the I that's not a problem with strange weather. Strange weather was very good, and I do recommend it if you like sort of more bite-sized stories about interesting little fantasy concepts. I think they did a really good job there. Seb is raising her hand. I want to let the audience know that. All right, so... Uh, I would like... Almost I think that means I she would, wants to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say Twilight is horror. Okay, yeah. You, yeah. Know, what, you know what, from perspective? It's, it's pretty awful. It's scary. It's... Yeah, I'm not uh, it's scary. Horror is sure for horrible, right? Mm, yeah. That's right. Horror. Haggard horrible. the horror, as we call it. <laughs> That's getting back into comics, and I know nobody wants to talk about that after last week's show. Okay, so almost 20 minutes in, are we ready to actually talk about the topic? Gunbuster. Uh, yeah. uh, Alex, do you want to give us a little bit of history on Gunbuster, why you chose it, what what it is? I thought it was really good. I'm glad we did a, it's a short series like that. Yeah, I'm, I was a big fan before Alex even picked it, so he would really just gave me an excuse to rewatch <laughs> it, so Definitely I'm looking forward it. to that. Alright, um, Gunbuster is a six-episode OVA series from 19, uh, 1988. What does OVA mean? I was gonna uh, original Video Animation. So it was originally re- released on video, it didn't air on Oh, television. cool, like on VHS Yeah, and stuff? so they, nice. people bought the tapes yep. so that they could see it. It was kind of a common format back in like the 80s and 
up into the 90s. Would you, like, read yeah. about it in a magazine? Yeah, you'd, you'd either, from my understanding, you'd order the tapes. Uh-huh. Um, Through a catalog, right? I'd imagine, or you'd I guess. Call, them, call in, I, yeah. I don't know. But, well, I mean, what? how would you know um, what it's about? You had to you, write down what gun, episode of Gunbuster you wanted, and... People were just, like, put mailing out box. names of shows well, they, so that um, they didn't even know existed. <laughs> With T with sword. O, with OVA. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> Anime boobs. <laughs> there were like uh, commercials on for them. Really? Um, Maybe. So like with, in Japan. Yeah, with OVAs, uh, they usually release them over a while because they they took their time to make them, and mm-hmm. then they like whoever bought the tapes would would get them. Mm-hmm. So like Legend of the Galactic Heroes is a really big popular OVA series, and that oh, took man. like ten years to come out, and it was it was an OVA, so people bought the, the tapes individually. Wow. Um, and the tapes were expensive, right? Weren't they like 50 bucks per I, tape or something? I'd imagine. Like that? I if they need to make their money back. Once yeah, I get around to watching Chase. Legend of the Galactic Heroes, it will be the year that that story is set. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was set in 2015 at the beginning. That's yeah, true. Very And it's 2015 accurate. right now. That's so we're recording them. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, exactly. Did you want to get into the um, the what the first couple episodes are a takeoff of? On well, um, the yeah, direct, we'll talk, uh, we'll, this is an Anno thing, right? Yes. This is the, the first thing that Hideaki Anno directed. Um, Hideaki Anno, famous for his work in Neon Genesis uh, Evangelion. Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah, so, the one that they always talk about with the girl with the blue hair and the girl with the red hair. And if you've seen a weird looking shrimpy kid with a white dress shirt, it's probably from Evangelion. Or Dexter's Lab. <laughs> 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 the real masterpiece. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is. Uh, yeah, uh, big work by a big director. Um, one of Gainax's more popular shows. Uh, the beginning of the show is a is a parody of uh, the tennis anime series Aim for the Ace. I did not um, know I, that at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um... I, I believe it was a manga as well, but it's yeah. I have not seen it, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, the, na- but... the name of the show in Japanese is Aim for the Top. Yep. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. in the water. Yeah. Um, also, on the uh, fun fact on the Wikipedia page, it says it was also inspired by Top Gun, which I totally oh, see. Oh, it I is. Absolutely <laughs> Top, Gun. Top Gun Buster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which Aim makes for a the Top lot Gun Buster. Especially sense. when Goose shows up. That was one of the crazier <laughs> parts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but her body could cash all those checks. All right, so what's <laughs> what's the show about? Should we do a synopsis? Ah, uh, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to yeah, keep going just um, for a little bit? Please do not read it off the Wikipedia page. Oh, I'm going. They're going to sue us, dude. are going to sued. They don't have the money to do it. Nobody donated to them. I gave them some money to sue us. Who owns the articles on Wikipedia? Everyone owns. I think I have some. <laughs> no, you uh, you own stock in the company since you donated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't donate to me. Wow. <laughs> I haven't let them guilt me yet, but someday they'll get to me. Yeah, when they show the founder's sad face again, I'm going to cave. <laughs> so what was the series Gunbuster about? Um, so the show is kind of, kind of sets itself up as a, mm-hmm. like a pretty typical, like, uh, mecha thing. They need to train pilots to stop an alien invasion or... To stop aliens of some kind. Um, so uh, they do the smart thing and train children to operate Mecha. Right. Um, the first the first episode covers uh, Noriko and her senpai um, being selected to train. And they do their nice training montages and uh, all that nonsense. And then it kind of just builds on itself from then on. 
uh, and kind of transitions into a more serious, uh, more original space type thing. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to nail down the theme of Gunbuster because it escalates so quickly. Like, you don't spend more than one episode doing any one thing. You almost like. don't need to watch the first episode. Uh, I no, like I feel like you do because it grounds it. It like yeah, it grounds yeah, but you could okay. understand. Well, I think I, th- I think something that um, a lot of like this, specifically this breed of Gynax show does is it 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 grounds the experience just so that you can say, "Wow, we've come so far from there." Yeah, like if sense. you watch like Gurren Lagan and you're like, "Oh, they came from a literal hole in the ground," and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now they're throwing universes at each other. Um, Spoilers for the end of Tank Attack with Gurren Lagann. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that doesn't tell <laughs> you anything. There's a flash forward in episode one that shows yeah. the <laughs> Spoilers for episode one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think that's kind of important for like when you look at it as a whole and you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> that really covered a lot in 90 minutes <laughs> or whatever. The episodes are only like 25 minutes, yeah. like 30 minutes. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, pretty short, which is like, good. Yeah. It definitely maintains its quality. Like, I didn't feel like it was dragging at any point. No. No, not even once. I, I was kind of weirded out, like, at first, um, about the end episode being in a different aspect ratio <laughs> and black and white. Like, I understood the black and white better. I, I think the the aspect ratio is more like a theatrical mm-hmm. kind of thing for them to do. I don't know. Was the last episode released in theaters? I don't know. Maybe I don't have think a limiting, so. a limited... Do you want to do like a slight re- bit of research on that? What yeah, about the part the where pacing Anno the uses his hand camera and shakes it over some of the concept art during that <laughs> battle scene? Uh, that was not. I, now no, that, that I'm learning, that this was is... what weirded me out the most. Like, I don't know if they were trying to save money or if it was just like a, a now I know to I know, go faster forward. I know that the 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 choice to make it black and white was a choice and not a limitation. Oh, yeah. Um I don't have a source for that, so sorry guys. <laughs> um, no, but that, right. that, that is that is what I've heard. Apparently it would yeah. it was more expensive to make it black and white than it was oh to make God. it in color. Probably. Um, <laughs> but um, I really admire that. Leave so. the well, guy next to be smart with money. Yeah. Um when they're actually near the black hole at the end or, yeah, towards the center of the universe, um, Amano, who's the, the senpai, uh, Noriko's senpai he was talking about, um, Amano is like, it's so pretty and white out here, so yeah, I Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah. I think that was almost a reference to the fact that <laughs> the it was in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I saw it as a joke. <laughs> um, I, I don't feel like it was a joke. I feel like it was, um, like, the middle of space near a black hole looks really weird. Probably. Yeah, maybe you'd expect it to be dark, like yeah, the rest like of the Yeah, oh, there's no yeah. light here. No, uh, but there's a lot of light. It's getting sucked in the black hole. Yeah, yeah and, I guess well, right. they do a lot of really fun stuff. I I dove into the show the first time when I was on a big mecha kick. I'm like, alright, I just want anything and everything with giant robots in it, because it's something that I always thought was cool as a kid, and I had no way to, like, like I didn't know what Gundam was, I didn't know what... Like, I, I didn't care about all this stuff, even though I acknowledged that I thought it was cool. I didn't know how to get any of it. And it's like, oh, I have a computer. I can look up these shows. I can buy these shows. I can find places to watch them. And I just want to... Everything with a weird robot design and, like, a, a scrappy main protagonist. And, oh, it takes place in space. It takes place underwater. It takes place on the ground. It takes place in a regular town. Who cares? <laughs> I just want to watch it. And this totally caught me off guard, because I knew that Otto directed it. I had seen Evangelion beforehand. I knew this was, like, a more of a hot-blooded thing, but I didn't know anything else about it. And so it starts off, and it's like, oh, hey, we're training this protagonist 
and she's going to get in the robot. She's bad at first, but she gets better. And oh, it's she has to pilot the robot together with her the upperclassman who knows so much more than her and is more experienced and doesn't want her to get in danger. And the weird injured guy knew her dad that is training her this whole time. Coachy. Coach. Um, and like no, I'm coachy. Coachy. Sort of. Coachy. <laughs> It sort of eases you in. It's like, it's a very, like you say, uh, inspired by Top Gun, and I absolutely see that. The whole first episode's like a training montage. Yeah. And that's... It, it literally has one. Yeah, it has one. It has a great one. It's and like, it has that really stereotypical 80s, like, training montage music. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's it's really setting you up as like, this is a sports movie with giant robots, and then you get to episode, like, two or three, and it's like, actually, this is a war movie with giant robots, <laughs> not yeah. a training movie with giant, yeah. not a sports movie with giant robots. I really like the direction it went. Um, yeah. I, like, I feel like I wouldn't have liked it as much if they stayed on the ground and it was, like, a high school thing the whole time. Yeah. Uh, because that's, terrible. that's what it looked like at first. Like, it looked like a lot of it was going to be her tr- overcoming her issues in school. And then she actually, like, went into space at the end of the and first episode. Yeah, she, yeah, she's gone by the end of the first episode. Yeah. And then there are... But, like, she's still a kid, and they do a good job of, like, working with that. Like, she still does shitty kid things. Like, by in episode three, she's still like, oh, no, the other girls told me I have to go out into the spooky, the dark hallway of the ship, and I have to go... I, I talked to a boy, and I blushed... That was uh, a weird cursed hallway of that ship that they were supposed to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the ghost hallway. I the feel space like ghost. They, they depicted um, what a spaceship might be like really yeah. well. Like, like what kind of problems would you have on a spaceship that you wouldn't have if you lived on Earth your whole life? Yeah, or um, just the silence or the, the ambiance, the background noise. Like the, the, the humming of the machines. The, <laughs> yeah, the vending machines. The tossing and turning of the ship. Um, and, you know, I... I really liked those silent moments where they showed that, mm. that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it really was a slow burn for a show that was six episodes and <laughs> takes you yeah. so far. Yeah. It really gives it a ton of time to breathe with, like, yeah. a lot of really still shots on the spaceships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they're all beautiful shots. Like, the the art, the entire time, the animation and the art is, like, really good. I didn't see one weird frame. No, I was watching that and show. that probably has to do with its short runtime and spaced out releases. Like yeah. they weren't yeah. going for like okay, every time we put out a tape, we want forty minutes of footage. There was no like like there's no real padding to speak of. Yeah. You don't need anything. Extra. I mean, aside oh from God, that, Tyler's like, fucking calling me right now. Hang up. Phone and answer. I, I'm not putting him on we've the podcast. A, we've got a caller from, coming from the podcast right, right. now. <laughs> Finally, we're taking. I am, I am. I'm going to send him a message. Uh, All right. Thanks for maybe he wants to yeah. cry. He probably does, but I don't want him to walk in in the middle of recording. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean about the weird th- about the weird frame thing. Like the only thing was the the last episode and where they're having the battle and it's just like shots of. I don't think it was concept art. I I, I think it was I'd, I'd, have, art I'd have to look at the clip. I do not remember that. It, it wasn't. Yeah, and it it's wasn't insane. storyboards either, unless I mean I know they can go insanely detailed on storyboards for anime sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that did catch me off guard more that's than a, that. It's an it's an Anna specialty. It was definitely it an artistic choice, but it nonsense. was literally like panning and I, over art. Yeah, and, I, and I couldn't really tell what was going on either. The end of Eva and, classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I thought their budget got slashed was, because yeah. of the way it looks, but yeah. because it was uh, OVA, I guess that's not possible. But like they pan over images like this that are very. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe it's supposed to confuse the... you, and it's supposed to be jarring, okay, because that's on. what that uh, war 
We may have a guest. Apparently he, is, he was literally outside, so I'm oh. not just going to leave him out there. I'm, I'm going to let him in. After thousands of years of light speed travel and a few sentences of podcast shit talking, the gang receives word that Tyler has made it back to Earth. Nick briefly halts the recording to bring their silent, travel-weary heroine inside to sit and listen in on the recording. A silent protector. A watchful guardian. A guy we know who plays trading card games. We now return to the podcast, already in progress. Alright, coming back from the break. Uh, so, did we want to get into the spoilers for the end stuff? Oh. Or do you want to... <laughs> I mean, we've already kind of spoiled it. Well, we we, we uh, only talked about it a little bit. We like made yeah. some jokes about it at the beginning, but if you didn't know, then you would. there's no reason to... Um, uh, I wanted... I wanted to talk about the characters, like, oh, yeah, what did I everyone definitely. think about some of the characters, how they behaved, like, um, or how one is named Young Freud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was I love that. It's so on the nose. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's, it's, uh, Nier Automata also gets into that, where it's just like, what if we just named our characters after philosophers, but at least that one has the <laughs> excuse of it's so far in the future <laughs> yeah. that nobody knows what that means anymore. Oh, yeah, it's, it's giant construction, man. You're March. It's literally, <laughs> it literally already happened. Yeah, it's it's 2015. Right now, we are too far in the future. Nobody knows who Marx and Engels are. <laughs> who's Who's Young Freud? Who's Freud Young? Young, young Freud is the guy with the the triangle hair. Uh, okay. The 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 boy that Noriko's like. Oh boy, I sure hope I get to. No, that's not drink him. his coffee. No, what, Young what's Freud name? is the Russian pilot. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, the one with the. Sorry, they're the both introduced in the same episode. Cute and, and she has a rivalry with Imano. That so last soul of like. 20 yeah, minutes. <laughs> like, their whole thing was, like, I thought they knew each other before, or they yeah. had, like, some, like, connection already. I think they knew about the Russian pilot. And yeah, they knew, knew about, about each other. Uh, guys, not just... Russian, she's from the Soviet Union. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay, she? she's on, USSR. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I thought they knew each other already, and then they had that fight, and she was like, alright, sorry about that, that's cool, you, you guys are cool, and then she starts talking about, like, her boobs and shit to them, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, that's a, that's like... Like, I thought that was a nice touch, because she acted like a real person. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a good Even character. if she doesn't have a real person's name, she can still act like a real <laughs> person. But it wasn't really on the nose, because did the, does she have any, does her name have any significance to her personality? Not really. Do you no, feel? No. It, yeah, so I don't no, think I it's on the nose. It was, kind just, of, it was kind of like, just, like a joke. Yeah, or, I think it's just a translation uh, joke. Japanese people not knowing... I actually, Any better. yeah, I don't think it's a translation joke because, oh like, yeah, because your name would still be Young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they sense. still, they still say they it that way. What is Young Freud in Japanese? Actually, fried potato. Callback. But um, one thing I didn't like really that much is the relationship between the blue-haired girl and the coach. I don't. I thought that was weird. But they didn't really do anything about it. They just kind of teased her about it until the very end of the show. And, and you know, then she admitted she didn't say anything to him yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, that made sense. Yeah, so it's kind of like she, they didn't act on it until she wasn't really hurt. But then he comes, she anymore. comes back from space and he's still alive. And he, she's like, oh, I love you. And he says nothing to her, <laughs> smiles at her, and then she cries a bunch like something bad happened. So I assume... Well, we don't know what happened after that because Noriko left and it followed her. Yeah, I saw it as them saying either he didn't feel the same way or her realizing that he was going to die extremely soon since he well, was Well, she already knew that. She thought he was going to be dead already. Yeah. Right, but um, he lived six months, but I guess now he's living in the hospital. Yeah. 
And then he he died like later that year or the yeah. next year too. So, but him not episode. saying anything to her, what does that mean to you guys? I think it's like he's he's too cool to say anything. Almost yeah. exactly. Where he's <laughs> yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't want to get involved to the point of like he's like he's one of those like characters that's such a like cliche of like oh you don't want to get involved with me you don't understand I'm not worth it uh-huh. that kind no. of thing. I mean, but then they got married because her yeah. last name changes to Ota mm-hmm. um, later on. Um, but he's just very bad at expressing his own feelings. No, I think he, he was literally... just letting her. <laughs> I feel like at that point he was just letting her like get out her emotions because no matter what he said, she was gonna start crying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't read that deep into that. I feel like that's just like a character quirk, and they didn't feel like any more could be said in that scene. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I kind of wish really... they had gone into that a little more. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think feel that like she left in general too... could have, could stand to receive like a little bit more development. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't think that many of the characters are that well fleshed out, but I mean, it makes sense because of the runtime of the series. And it yeah. all focuses, um, like, a lot of them are yeah. kind of like, a lot of them are interesting personalities, but like, mm-hmm. there is not much there as far as character building, but like, I think that's fine. Like, I really like Noriko because she's, <laughs> because of her personality. Yeah, Noriko is the most uh, fleshed out. Attitude. Definitely. I mean, she's the main character. Um, I, I felt like if... Smith had come back, or Smith hadn't died, I would be like, what the fuck's your problem? You just met this guy. But the thing was, the way he died was, um, like, so sudden, and she, it was her first time in war in space, and she was supposed to protect him, and he's just gone. And you had just met him, too. Yeah. There was, like, expectation, like, I think a lot about this show is, like, expectations, like, that's a major theme in it, because, Mm -hmm. like... Noriko is this uh, daughter of uh, this space captain who, like, I guess he was pretty important in the in yeah, the, he was space the commander Federation. of a ship. He was the commander yeah. of a ship that basically finds out what the problem is, and at the very beginning, like way before the show starts, right? And so she's supposed to, to be. She basically gets nepotism into this uh, position that she gets in because she's yeah. not good in school. But the guy says, "Oh, I see potential in you," but. I don't think he actually saw any potential um, in her. It's I, just like... I think maybe it, it was that she was so strong. Like, any other person might say, um, my dad died in space, I'm afraid to go out there. But instead, she chose to go into the school to, to go to space. That makes sense, yeah. Well, imagine if it was like a revenge scenario. Like, my dad died in space, so I vowed to, I kill, to all kill space. space. <laughs> <laughs> all space must be eliminated <laughs> So then there's, All what's the blue-haired girl's name? Amano? Yeah, Amano. So then she's the top of the class, so she looks down on Noriko because she's supposed well, to be as good as her, I but mean, at, she's just getting given this position. At first she, like, encourages her, but I don't think she really looks down on her until she feels like the coach is, um, like, favoring her. She, she at first, like, encourages her in school, but then once they're like, oh yeah, we're sending the freshman to space with you, she's like, wait, no, that makes no sense at all. Yeah, um, I think there's and a then, sense of... Yeah, and then she starts being like, why is she coming? I think there's here? just a bunch of tension between everyone and Noriko, because she gets given this thing, and, like, it's not like she's one of the space pilots. She's, like, mm-hmm. she's supposed to pilot the Gunbuster, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it's not ready yet. The titular yeah. Gunbuster. Which, by the way, I love the design of the Gunbuster. I really think... It's a little generic. It's like the old. starfish head, and, yeah. like, it's got big, like... Oh, my God. It's like it's wearing giant soda cans It's got a on giant, like, feet. purple Sauron eye. Yeah. It's, it's got a mono eye. Uh, it's got the, um... I don't know. For some reason, it always stood out to me. Like, the gray and yellow. I thought it was purple. 
It's purple and yellow. It's purple. Yeah. It's, it's like purple. a gray, it's gray purple. It's a gray purple. Well, when it's in space, it's purple. Because <laughs> of the light. <laughs> <laughs> Things are purple in space. No, that's just how it is. Yeah. I guess I've never been to space. I wouldn't know. It's pretty purple. Um, I thought Amano seemed like she had a really weird change of character. I think it's because of her secret relationship with the coach. Yeah, the secret non-relationship. I would like to let the listeners know that Cam made air quotes there. I Uh, said the air quotes. (laughs) Secret. The the inflection was there. (laughs) Air quote, secret, air quote. Mm, And air quote. Uh, And air quote. So, so Alex, why did you pick this series for uh, what you wanted to show us out of curiosity? Um... Well, here's a dumb answer, because I wanted to rewatch it. <laughs> you just need I an mean, excuse? Nick, Nick's yeah. satisfied with that answer, I think. Because he, he literally said he wanted an excuse to rewatch um, it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mostly because it was, uh, it's short, it's like standalone, um, and it's it's fun. I think I think yeah. a lot of people can find something to enjoy in this show. I Absolutely. felt like even if you're just like a total sicko that wants to see some boobs, yeah, like yeah. this is this, this is, is your show. We this got is a show for you. For you. <laughs> even during the climactic emotional yeah, scene, there's there's some titty in it. <laughs> Absolutely, well, um, to get that money sword. The, the ending I <laughs> felt like was really bucks. satisfying too. Oh, can we yeah. get into the ending? Yeah, yeah I really want to do let's, that. Let's so, talk again. So, um, I'm gonna okay. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, warning. Yeah, if you made it this far. Don't listen. Yeah, if you made it this far where uh, we spoiled almost everything that happens yeah. except for this. Yeah, skip so, ahead to the end of the podcast where it's over. Uh, when, um, what's, what's her name? Ta- Tommy, Tomiko, Ta- Tomiko, uh, her niece. Kimiko? Kimiko. Like oh, her, yeah. her not real niece, her, her best friend's daughter. Kimiko yes. is, right? I think, oh, Yamatan, Yama? No, Doesn't it matter. starts with a T. Anyway, uh, when her best friend's daughter, like, sends her the um oh the message the message yeah, really cool that's like email. make sure you hurry home i was like oh no Noriko's gonna die out here because <laughs> because there was a scene the flashback with her dad yep, the uh, death flags yeah, w- yeah watching like the little uh snapshot of noriko saying make sure you come home for my eighth birthday yeah. and then he gets blown up by aliens um I, I was like, oh no, Norika's gonna die out here, and I kept expecting it, and I wasn't gonna be unhappy if they died, as long as they saved humanity, but they they survived. They survived and they came back 12,000 years later yeah. because of the space-time, like, yeah. what I, uh, weird stuff. What I really like about how they did that, um, they kind because of, they kind of built up to it. Um, like, the first mission they do in space, it's like, oh, it's been, like, a week or yeah. something like that. Uh, and then as the episodes go on, it just the the time dilation just gets more and more. They're traveling and, farther and farther away yeah. from Earth, like in closer to the center of the galaxy. They have no idea where they're going to end up once yeah. they're done traveling at light speed. And I really liked um, uh, the part where they go back to Earth after what, like yeah. ten I, years, or, or and it's not, it's less than that, maybe like five years. I don't know. No, remember. it's like fifteen years. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, uh, and like uh, her friends all grown up and has a kid, uh, and then they they graduate high school. Uh, yeah, the, that, that was a funny thing. Alone. Was, it was the two chairs in the auditorium. Um, there's a really fun comment that Noriko makes. He's like, "Wow, I graduated. I graduated uh, high school at 17." And then uh, the senpai girl's like, "Actually, uh, you're 40. <laughs> actually, you're 25 now." <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the show has a lot of good humor. When yeah. it's, it is super subtle most of the time. Which the facial good. expressions are pretty good too. Yeah. yeah, the animation in the show is very, very, very good. Yeah. Like the effect they have for when they ride the cool rocket things and oh, they're traveling yeah. at light speed and they yeah, just they basically just... like overlay like a sketch almost of the character yeah. and they kind of like 
move Shit, between yeah. it really fast. It's so it's such an it seems like it'd be an easy effect, but it's done so well. Yeah. Can it's I just really say nice. the very ending when the Earth? So they think the Earth is destroyed. Like yeah, because people, they can't see yeah. anything when they yeah, get back. Yeah, because you know, of course. At that point, like 12,000 years from now, I expect humanity to have <laughs> yeah, Looking back up to 12,000 years, it'd be like, if something's still here, if it's a smoldering rock, great. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we made it that long. Yeah. Um, like, I, and, and then the welcome back just yep. sh- slowly shows up. I was like, that's beautiful. That was it's, beautiful. It's amazing. It's yeah. this moment that, like, because you, you could expect anything. I'm like, oh, they're going to give us, a, like, a real gut punch here, like, it's it slowly gets heavier and heavier as time goes on. Like every time Noriko comes back from a space mission, more of her friends are no longer there, or they're aging, or time is like the world has moved on without her. Mm. And there's a comment I think they make before they go on the final mission. They're like, "I wonder if anyone's even going to remember us or something yeah. like that." And then to get back and be like, "Okay, not only is the Earth saved, but they had a party waiting for you they when shot you got off every yeah. light." Yeah, on yeah the they planet. shot off everyone. It's the yeah. equivalent of having a surprise party ready. You're going like, "Oh, nobody's home," and then it turns out that everyone on the planet Earth was actually waiting. For <laughs> I you. also yeah. saw it as kind of like a mean joke almost to them, like, "Oh, look, nobody's what? home," and then, "Oh, it's just kidding. We're all alive still." <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't feel like they like I don't I don't think they No, yeah. I don't think that was intended. It's, no, 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 it's no. just meant to it's just meant to play with the viewers expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It and definitely got me. I know. Yeah. I know. I think I got it's you. crazy and and it's like 12,000 years. I mean, they could certainly try to calculate. They must have had to do a lot of math to calculate how long it would take I them. I thought to it get was kind of weird that I guess it makes sense in that they would I know mean, they're coming back like when they're coming back, yeah. but they wouldn't they didn't know they weren't going to be back for 12,000 years. No, they would have. They would they have, did? yeah, well, they I would mean, have if, calculated if, Yeah, if they could have done the calculations to get them there, I'd imagine they, they could do yeah, the return and, trip. and they already also, knew, like... Also, if they knew by that point that they weren't exterminated, then they could say, like, oh, well, we know they're coming back, or we can or plan they, for them I coming mean, back. Yeah, I mean, they might not know they were actually, that they actually survived. Yeah. I mean, they would have known, like, oh, it's only been, like, two days for them, or something yeah. like that, and they're floating around, and they're... they're broken space space gun buster um but like for them to even remember that long i mean i guess they would have been like huge heroes for saving humanity yeah i mean i i definitely want to definitely want to shout out some of these if george washington's on his way back (laughs) yeah we're gonna let him know you think it's him yeah he's coming back i think uh I think he's I, good, right? <laughs> he's on like the. Did he like kill his own soldiers? Dolly. Am I thinking of a different president? Didn't. Yeah. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I can't think of another show with an ending like Gunbuster. It really, no. it like affected me, and it just felt like it encapsulated the show really well. Like you're you've been there for Norco's entire journey. Mm. Like, and I know that's it's such so easy to say that about like any like dime. Diamond does an RPG where it's like, oh, you saw them when they were picking the feathers off of chickens at the beginning, and when they killed God at the end. It's like in <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2 where you literally see when you're born. <laughs> and you're like, oh. oh, it's such a hack way to start a story. It's like, where should the story start? At the beginning, when the character is conceived. Shout, shout out to Fallout 3. <laughs> Ooh. Roasted. Well, Fallout 3, I feel like it's like, this is life, this is all you know in the vault, and then you go yeah. outside the vault. Then they force you to die at the end, because the game sucks at telling you why to do anything. <laughs> Another thing I really liked about the show is it has some of the coolest 
robot attacks ever in the Absolutely. final battle oh lightning the kick. moves the lightning kick kind of sucks sorry yeah, yeah, it's lightning kick's bad. Oh, compared the lightning to the when she shoots 20 billion lasers oh, at 20, and then they split into other lasers oh my god it was like the yeah. coolest effect coolest like imagery oh yeah in that show and like that they bring out they bring back the gunbuster's move where it has the pieces the, come like, out of its forearm thing? yeah and it like oh, punches yeah. into things and they, they put them on that back. Feet. Oh, oh, makes it so good. Yeah, fun. that's something that a lot of different mecha anime focus more on. Like Gunbuster, at its heart, is like uh, sort of a coming of age space opera. But and there are a lot of other shows that will go more into. Well, this is what the weapons of this mech does. Mm-hmm. But even Gunbuster, like that, does not make that the main focus of the show. Still kicks ass. Yeah, with they're like, oh, like, this thing's good because it has a million lasers. It has the million laser move. <laughs> and it explains yeah. to you how, how the million lasers yeah. work. It explains to you how the million lasers work. It explains to you why it's good against this specific enemy that it's going up against. I also like that the Gunbuster is never weak. It never loses a battle. When they bring it out, yeah. they have to bring it back in because it's not ready yet. Yeah. But like, no, this is the ultimate weapon and it, it's working it as ass. intended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, even at the end, they go into like super pressurized area and it's like fine like yeah. it's almost like not <laughs> oh, even yeah great. they go yeah. into a place where jupiter like oh, the planet yeah we jupiter, have to talk about the uh, yeah. harnessing of the planet jupiter they to make them compressed oh, it. they've compressed <laughs> jupiter awesome. to like the most metal thing i've ever seen less than <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be uh-huh. like so if you put any more pressure on it it becomes a black hole mm-hmm. and that's how they plan to to defeat the aliens the and suck them all into bomb. this black hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a black hole bomb, and so it so doesn't activate properly. Like... Yeah, that's another good switch up of expectations. Like, oh, there's the Gunbuster 1, the Gunbuster 2, and the Gunbuster 3 is just a massive bomb. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a huge bomb. They're, you're like, like, oh, they're going to get another robot. It's like, actually, no, the Gunbuster 3 is what we're going to use to kill everyone and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's Optimus Prime 2. He's a big gun, actually. <laughs> that's it's Megatron. Not... Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> you can't transform into anything. He's just, just a always a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was so good. I'm afraid, like, I kind of want to watch Die Buster, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to watch Die Buster. I want to watch Die Buster and not talk to anyone about it because uh, this this show, like, I I don't want to know anything about Die Buster going in. <laughs> what is yeah. Die Buster? Uh, okay. To so. ruin exactly what you want. I don't want like to know about what it is. I was so surprised going into Gunbuster the first time because I all I knew was the design of the titular Gunbuster yeah. mm-hmm. that Anno had directed it and that it was only six episodes and I'm like, I can stand to watch this and I was so blown away by everything. Yeah. Like, it's not so much like there were giant twists but I just didn't know what to expect and because of that I feel like I enjoyed it more. Yeah. Uh, so uh, to ruin all that, what is Divebuster? <laughs> well, like, no, I, a- I definitely won't explain any of the story stuff but um, is it good? It is, uh, it's, it's different, and it's interesting. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's as good, but... That's a hard... Or, uh, yeah, it, it certainly wasn't as memorable. Does it take place after Gunbuster? Um, it is, it is billed, at least in Japan, as Gunbuster 2. So, uh, take, take, take that and do what you want with (laughs) it. I just, like, I'm Um, I'm wondering whether it happens, like, between those 12,000 years or after the 12,000 years. I will, I will tell you it does not happen 12,000 years after. At least in my memory. I wanted to see all the weird alien people. Um. (laughs) There's, like, I've seen the promo art, there's weird alien people. (laughs) Oh, shit. I didn't know. Um, there's, there's, there's some cool stuff. It's, it's interesting. Um, the OP is really good. (laughs) No, it's also six episodes. Oh, sick. 
Maybe we should come back to it at some point. Like, yeah, maybe. Uh, is it just every time? Uh, it get, every time this loop gets around to Alex, he's just gonna be like, "All right, time to watch another." Uh, another <laughs> no, next X. week is Gunbuster again. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be fully coolie next time, um, everybody. So next week, actually, should we should we wrap this up? Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah, get into our so, end of the episode. We're gonna tease a little bit for next week. We're gonna. I don't know if we actually want to have plugs. You started doing one and then hit the stop recording button before. No, <laughs> I, I did one and then you were like, how about everyone else or something like that? Or goodbye everyone. And yeah. I hit the stop, I hit the stop button. button. Uh, but um, yeah, so next week uh, it's my turn. Um, we're watching a show called Mononoke. Not Princess Mononoke. It's um, like a... Like Do you a, know, want to know what the first thing Cam said to me when I told him what we were watching next week is? You mean Princess Mononoke? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. well, uh, that's because it's called Mononoke. That, no. that threw me for a loop because Princess Mononoke, that's a very similar title. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry I was so confused. Yeah, I don't know how you can confuse them. One is a princess, uh-huh. and the other is... is an anime show? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we promise so, this is not going to turn into the yeah, anime Yeah, we probably cast. shouldn't do two yeah. anime episodes in a row. Yeah, well, I, no, think we, after... I think we can do two of them in a row now because they're not similar in the way that they are like gunbusters like the ova and this is like a full we're not gonna watch the whole series but this yeah, is yeah like i mean you don't have to but you can if you it's want a very to. different kind of show from what you've told me anyway yeah so it is um actually a spin-off from another show called ayakashi ghost stories which are all about japanese folk tales and a different director would take each one and um do a little arc of it oh man so, going from the center of the universe with crazy space robots to uh, a dirt shack with ghosts in it i yep, can't wait yeah <laughs> so the last three or four episodes was about this guy called the kusodioti which is medicine vendor or medicine seller um and people apparently like that so much they spun it off into its own show you don't really have to watch um those three episodes of Ayakashi, if you want to. Yeah, I Um, They're good. (laughs) No, they're good, though. Um, Maybe eventually. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's basically like a horror detective kind of thing that's super Japanese, like super folktale, like traditional Japanese culture-y kind of stuff. And the art is beautiful, and um, I'm going to assign to watch two if you really don't like it, five if you want to really talk about it. What if we you all watch six four? for Gunbuster. Okay, so, I mean. so watch <laughs> watch five episodes of Mononoke. It's in arcs. Like there's the first two are like the first like case, um, and the next three are another case. Um, so watch watch the first five. All right, I I, I do really love arc based stories like that. that yeah. That aren't necessarily like not like not like shonen arcs, which are super long. One of my like, favorite arc based like, stories is. Noah's Ark. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of the original Noah's wow. Ark based story. <laughs> that's the Go one. On. <laughs> we have to stop and appreciate that fantastic joke. You want uh, to say it again? That's the only arc I can think of that's longer than Namek. Am I right? Oh, guys. Oh, Am I right? <laughs> so true. <laughs> All right, so but do yeah, we actually funny. want to do plugs or are we just gonna cut this off um, we the only one that was actually does anything who we are i think yeah all right so this is well alex has his other podcast that he could talk to us yeah. about. yeah i'm actually on that this week <laughs> yeah yeah all right we're, no record, one could, we're no, recording this weekend no tell one, me i'm no, wrong no one could possibly check because nobody knows what it is to tell, yeah, yeah, to tell us it. that he's wrong <laughs> we're talking about noah's ark <laughs> uh anyway okay you want to you want to plug nick uh, I've got nothing. I don't do anything online except for this show. Uh, I would I would recommend that you follow us on SoundCloud at Please Don't Cast. Uh, so 
If you want to hear our future episodes, I'm always going to post them to there. I'm probably going to set up a YouTube channel page soon. I'll start plugging that at the end once I have that set up. Uh, Seb is going to draw some amazing art. Uh, I say that, of course, not having seen it, but having seen Uh, your other stuff. The the guy, the quiet guy in the room who I I am currently doing a commission for, I want to get his stuff first. Oh, that Um. makes sense. I I, I do sort of get that. You are going to be paid money for that one, whereas this, I'm just sort of... You'll be paid for podcast. Ella, do I really care (laughs) about money? (laughs) Uh, I really care. I could, I could just not do it. Like he's, I don't know, Tyler. Um. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Cam and Cheese seventy seven. I think that's also my Instagram, but that's all I got. How about steamed cams? Um, yeah, that's a new show I'm putting together. It stars uh, a being made of only steam, which was me. (laughs) I'm working on that. I'm working on transforming into a being. So you want to uh, plug your art? Yeah, okay. So, I'm Seb. You already know that. Um, you can find me on Twitch. Um, I'm Sebebeb. Or um, on DeviantArt, Sebblaze, S-E-B-L-A-Z-E. Or ArtStation, Sebblaze, S-E-B-B-L-A-Z-E. And that's, uh, that's where to find me. Alright. Wow. This has been Please Don't Listen to This. Your Life Depends on It. Next week's Mononoke, and we'll see you then. <laughs>